This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome. It is the Thursday edition of the Laurie and Julia Show. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's been a lovely day. Lots of sunshine this afternoon. Temperatures holding in the 40s through the week. So no complaints there. We have a lot to talk about on the show today. And of course, we are going to give you an opportunity later to guess the celebrity voice to win tickets to see Phantom of the Opera. Oh, the that's right. All right. So Donnie shared with us some news oh. today that just made us so sad for him. And we're going to let him share the news because, of course, for our longtime listeners, they feel like they know our family. Yes. That's true. Right? That's so, true. Donnie, yeah. share your news with everyone. Well, my, uh, my, my dear mother, who had been ill for really for quite some time, uh, we, we lost her yesterday afternoon. And uh, mm. she left this earth at the ripe old age of 93. Unbelievable. 93. Uh, be honest with you, we, we didn't think she was going to make it that long. But uh, as my brother and I said, she's a tough old bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In oh. English. Yeah, Austrian. She is Austrian. Austrian. That's right. So your dad was English. My dad was Scottish. Scottish. That's okay. And where Jesus did they where did they meet, Donnie? They met uh, during World War II when my father was serving in the British Army. In the medical corps, and my mother was uh, still a governess at that point. Really? She was a governess for many years. She worked and upstairs. Then, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, yeah. but uh, she, she, had quite really? the, she had quite the life. Uh, she, at the age of 15, she was sent out of Austria. This is 1939, when, Jeez. of course, the Nazis yes. were in power. Yeah. My mother, Jewish, as was her entire family, and her grand, her parents, at age 15, Put her on one of those kinder trains oh my and gosh. sent her to England at 15, and she took a governess job. Wow. This could family. be a movie. Your mom's life could be I a know. movie. My mom was arrested one time. She was out after curfew in London, and a bobby came up and wanted to know, what are you doing out after curfew? Mm-hmm. It was a bad time to have an Austrian accent. Oh. He thought she might be a spy. Oh, my <laughs> oh gosh. No. She took her, she spent the night in jail. Wow. And brought her to the judge the next morning, and he just kind of laughed and said, this is completely ridiculous. Yeah. Go home. There's nothing like that. So then she so found a governess him? job? Yeah. She, she was a governess for quite some time. And yeah. then did she meet your dad like at a dance? I believe she did. Yeah, because yes. they would they have, have the, the dances. dances. Yes. Uh, all the military there, of course, in London. And They'd be on leave for yep. not very yep. long. She, and... she was in London during the Blitz when oh that city was gosh. bombed almost into wow. oblivion. She lived through that. I'm going to share one interesting story about, about my mom that she told me a, a, a few years ago. When she was a, a governess for this, uh, this family, uh, this is during the time when the Blitz was going on, uh, she was taking care of the kids, and she had a feeling. She just had a feeling that we should maybe 
not be downstairs. We should just go upstairs. Just a weird feeling. So she took the kids upstairs. A bomb dropped, blew out the front door. Stop. And she said, if I hadn't gone upstairs, you wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Oh, wow. isn't that crazy? Yeah. Pretty wow. amazing. And then your parents got married and you were born where? On the island of Malta. I love that. Which was at the time still part of the British United Kingdom. Birthplace Malta. Malta. Yes, mm-hmm. the city of Valletta, which Valletta. is the, the capital. Yeah. And then when did they go to New York, Donnie? We are. Uh, uh, we came here in March of 1959. My dad followed a few months later. He had to get his 20-plus years in, in the military to get his pension. And uh, five years later, we became, uh, well, about six years later, became citizens of mm-hmm. the United States. I still have my little... My little document with my fifth grade photo and yeah. my fifth grade signature. Wow. So when I get my passport, my birth certificate doesn't work. Yeah. This is from Malta. Right. So I show my citizenship papers. So. Yeah. Wow. That's something. Yeah. Oh, your wow. mom. Yeah. Jeez. She, was a, she was a great lady. She, uh, I got my love of reading from her. Yeah. Because she was a big reader. Big, big reader. Mm-hmm. Yes. She was always reading a book. And I said, oh, what's it, Mom, how do you read those books so fast? And she said, well, I don't read every word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did she really yeah, say she that? She did say that. Yes. Yeah. Lori would always just say, Julia, just, I lived in the overseas and that's all we had was radio and books. Yeah. Well, it kind of is true. It did. It did make people, you know, you grow up without television. Yeah. Well, not in the 40s. There was there was no television. No it was television. All, it was all radio. Yeah. Did she ever like write her stories down? Or I mean, actually, just... we did a couple of years ago. My brother did that, and we have a we have a book that I saw when I was there in March that has uh, almost the entire family history. Oh, that's oh, so that's cool. nice. And it yeah, was, it's a pretty fascinating story to read. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. So. I mean, that is could be a movie. No kidding. Yeah, it a could story. Be. It could be. Oh, so, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. You should, you, I wish you would share a picture of what she looked like when she was young. Oh, she was she was quite the looker. I'm sure she, she was. Really was. Yeah, she was uh, had sort of a Jackie Kennedy look to her. Yeah, really. Yeah, she was. Donnie, she was are a you prepared? Uh, you know, that's a long lived gene on your mother's side. I mean, are you ready to well, be her, 90, her, to live to be ninety three? Oh, I know. Her father I, was her father was ninety five. Wow. Geez. And her mother was ninety four. So her side of the family does have some longevity to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway, there we yeah. go. Oh, oh that's well, really sad, though. Yeah. Yeah, she'll... Uh, You're an orphan now, Donnie. You know, it's funny you say that. <laughs> orphan. It, no, seriously. What a way It's funny you it. say that. That's exactly that's what so I thought weird. on the way home. Yes. When you now have lost both parents. Parents. You're, you're, even though at my age, you're still, you know, you're an orphan. No, I know, but yeah. I, I remember when my mom's, because my mom's mom was like only 62 when she passed away, and so my, my mom, I think, might have been like 40, and then her dad passed away. Um, like five years later, and I remember saying to my mom, oh my gosh, it's like you're an orphan. And mm-hmm. she says, that's how you feel yeah. no, when you don't have true. any parents left mm-hmm. on this earth. Very true. It's because they've known you the longest right. all yeah. your life, you know, mm-hmm. so it really is a big... I have not had to go through this. My dad is no, right haven't. now sunning his buns. In <laughs> you haven't had to go through to the sandwich. Uh, no, I really, I the mean. The joys of the sandwich generation. I've yeah. never been more grateful for my horny 16-year-old parents. <laughs> you know, I mean, just the fact that they were so young. They're so young and healthy. Still. It's still, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, theoretically, I could be older than Donnie. That's true. When my parents yeah. pass mm-hmm. away. I mean, I don't yeah. know. You know, my mom is kind of a 
salt eater with her high blood pressure. <laughs> I was talking to her today, and I'm like, well, what's going on? And she's like, well, this kind of hurts, and that kind of hurts. And I'm just like, okay. By yeah. the way, uh, Marlis wanted to know my mom's name. Her name is Eleanor. 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 Oh, such a lovely, mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody name. called her Ellie. Ellie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donnie. I had an aunt, Eleanor, and she was, she was dark-haired and so pretty. Always wore a dress. Ellie. Dress in very heavily, like, I remember, kind of heavy hose. Mm. Well, hose were heavy when they first started out. You could cut them with a knife. They were so thick. Yeah. I mean, they were different, Lori. They yeah. didn't have the sheer stuff. Well, I'm glad you're. I'm glad Eleanor is with with her with her man. What was she your is. dad's name? Angus. Oh Angus and Eleanor. Angus. A and E. You don't get more Scottish than Angus. My <laughs> word, you really. You... And we're not going to share the real love last name. <laughs> no, right. we'll keep that. No, we keep will. That That's right. All right. Okay, well, thanks, guys. Okay, yeah. thank you, Johnny. And thanks for telling us, and we we feel bad, and we can't believe you're not taking a day off to just cry in bed. But you're well, you're, said, you're a my, man. My brother and I shed tears yesterday. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Thank you. Okay. All right, so all I can say, I'll just give a brief one minute uh, synopsis of bowling. Because I'm dying to hear. Last, tell me, tell me. Last night, the, uh, my talk 1071, uh, all, all five uh, gals, we just. I don't know what got into us, but we kicked Sweaty Balls their butt. Is that the name of their team? Sweaty Balls. Oh, for <laughs> what's the name of your team? My Tag 107. Okay, yeah, right. My Tag. And uh, they were in second place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what got into us, but we were on fire. We were in fuego. What'd you get? What'd you bowl? What's I your bowled highest? a one. My high game was a 169. Lori, that's so good. Uh, the high game on our team was a 194. Wow. And uh, we won one game by one pin, which is always really super exciting for the winning team and super How many sucks. do you bowl? Five people. No, but how team. many games do you bowl? Three. Oh, three games. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So much bowling. Oh, so much bowling. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So much. And we'll hear about things later in the show, I'm sure. maybe. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. And we're also going to talk to Neil, Justin, just to unpack all of this stuff that has been going on. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this. uh, Is it Thursday? Yes, it is. It is. I thought yesterday was Thursday, but it's still Thursday. Still Thursday. it is so nice out. I went for the longest walk today. It's just lovely. I love this just, like... Like a abbreviated the calm before the storm. That's <laughs> yes. exactly right. Yeah, this abbreviation. We, we coming, right? But when it does get cold, bring snow because that that yeah, makes me absolutely. happy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we uh, knew yesterday that um, um, that the Matt Lauer firing over at NBC. We knew, and it broke later in our show that day, that there was going to be other other reports that there had been some that NBC News knew that. Variety and the New York Times were working on Matt Lauer's stories about him. Yes. Okay. For a couple months. For a couple months. Yep. And uh, GMA threw, uh, they, right away, they threw a, you know, fire on the thing by, by leading in their story saying absolutely NBC people knew that this story was coming. Yeah. That it yeah. wasn't, you know, they just, they really... Because yesterday, the the head of NBC said this is the first, first allegation heard in of it. 20 exactly. years. Yeah. Andy Lack. Yeah, yeah, Andy Lack. So I, amazing how this guy keeps his job. But the, these this is a GMA for about the new allegations that were reported on. Uh, the, not only yesterday afternoon in the in, uh, Variety, but then also came out in a New York Times story. Okay. Matt Lauer's Fall from Grace casting a dark cloud over what was supposed to be a bright night at NBC's famed Christmas tree lighting. 
the former anchor, scrubbed from the show. The star, with a reported $25 million a year salary, now fired. With the female staffer's allegations of sexual misconduct during and after the 2014 Olympics in Sochi. Late Wednesday, two more NBC employees came forward. One telling the New York Times Lauer summoned her to his office in 2001 during a workday, locked the door, and sexually assaulted her. The alleged victim says she didn't report it because she felt ashamed and didn't want to lose her job. She says that he then asked her to unbutton her blouse, which she did. She says he then came around from his desk, pulled down her pants, um, and had sex with her. She says she does bear some of the responsibility for what happened, but she felt like he was kind of using his power over her. According to the New York Times, after the sexual assault, she passed out in Lauer's office. He then asked his assistant to bring her to the nurse. The new allegations the come after staff? another scathing expose Wednesday. Variety details the claims of several current and former anonymous NBC staffers one of whom told reporters Lauer gave her a sex toy as a present, accompanied by a note detailing how he wanted to use it on her. Variety adding, several women complained to executives at the network about Lauer's behavior, which they say fell on deaf ears. Lauer's illustrious career at NBC has included home assignments and interviews with everyone from presidents to stars. Just two months ago, he grilled former Fox News star Bill O'Reilly about sexual allegations that led to his own termination from Fox News. You were probably the last guy in the world that they wanted to fire because you were the guy that the ratings and the revenues were built on, you carried that network on your shoulders for a lot of years. So doesn't it seem safe to assume that the people at Fox News were given a piece of information or given some evidence that simply made it impossible for you to stay on at Fox News? This morning, the Today oh, Show seeming to sever all ties with Lauer. His photo already scrubbed from their social media accounts. Despite claims to the contrary, NBC News has released a statement saying we can say unequivocally that prior to Monday night, current NBC News management was never made aware of any complaints about Matt Lauer's conduct. <laughs> okay, lie. I think yeah. you're totally lying. NBC has so much to answer for. And the thing that uh, the New York Times story, we've got a little bit of audio from the Variety, right. the two reporters who worked uh -huh. on that. But the reason why he got fired is that the this this female intern at the Sochi Winter Olympics. He set his sights on her and just harassed her. Right. And he sent her texts and at least one photo that she kept. And then when How she... How dumb is he? Yeah, well... Well, I mean, but, but harassing, she kept right. working there. She wasn't sure what to, you know... And How to process it and what to do. There's a lot of, you know, like shame on the part of the person who has been harassed. Yeah, what well, did I do? Yeah, of? all mm -hmm. of that, you know. And uh, so as soon as Andy Lack saw that when the lawyer showed... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The evidence? Yeah. It was, you know, they they couldn't do anything about it. So anyway, then GMA also had um, the two reporters from Variety who'd been working on this story. And Frank Rich for the New York Times, who writes opinion, he said he knew, heard about it, that there was a story coming out three weeks ago. Okay. So there's a feeling that maybe Hoda was faking it a little bit more than Savannah, that she might have known some stuff about him because she was single when she started working there. She might have been the recipient of what um, Geraldo tried to say is it's a flirty environment, which, you know, I mean, we kind of know that here we get raunchier than what would happen if we were in corporate America. So I don't know, but here's the variety reporters on what they have to say. And we are joined also by the reporters who broke the story for Variety magazine, New York Bureau Chief Ramin Satude and Elizabeth Wagmeister, who also works for Page Six TV. And Elizabeth, let me begin uh, with you right now. You, you just heard Matt Lauer say that some of the stories have been mischaracterized. You were working on this for weeks uh, before NBC made their move. How many women did you talk to? What did they say? We spoke to three women and multiple sources. We did dozens of interviews. Uh, we investigated this for two months, and we were told some very shocking and disturbing stories, which are a stark contrast to the Matt Lauer that everybody has known for over 20 years. We were told that he gave a sex tape to one of his former employees along with a graphic note about what he wanted to do with it. These women were scared because Matt Lauer had so much power. It's what we're hearing with all these stories, the unfair power dynamic. And this appeared to be an open secret at NBC as well from your reporting. Ramin, I want to bring this to you because we've seen these statements from the NBC brass. Chairman Andy Lack said on Monday night, first time in 20 years, mm-hmm. he's heard a complaint. They doubled down overnight saying unequivocally mm-hmm. there were no complaints before Monday night. That's at odds with your reporting. It is at odds with our reporting. We had talked to dozens of former and current staffers who say that there was general knowledge within all ranks of NBC, between staffers, high-ranking executives, other anchors that were on air with Matt, knowing, detailing, speaking about what Matt was doing, pursuing women. So is this semantics here that there were no formal complaints with the HR department? It seems like they're referencing paperwork Mm -hmm. as opposed to actual knowledge, and I think that's where the story is headed. The question of who knew what, when, and many of the sources we talked to find it very hard to believe that they can issue this blanket statement saying that nobody knew. And Elizabeth, this appears to have been allowed to continue because of the enormous power Matt yielded, both on camera and behind the scenes. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, Matt Lauer, he makes tw- made $25 million per year. He was there for over 20 years. He was the face of the Today Show. They didn't want to let anything ruin that. And, and, and it appears that from what you were reporting as well, that he seemed to re- focus on people at work, mm-hmm. especially in recent years. This is an important aspect of the story. The harassment occurred in the office. It occurred in his office. It occurred while he was taking work trips. Mm-hmm. It occurred in hotel rooms. This was uh, behavior that he didn't do on his own or away from NBC. This was done within the halls of the newsroom. Mm. Hey, everybody, if we're being honest, we need Neil Justin from the Star Star Tribune to maybe help us understand what is going Going on. on. Hi, Neil. Hi, Neil. 
How are you? We're good. good. So did you basically, I mean, did you, like, were you the one who got the statement from Garrison Keeler yesterday? Uh, I, I I did. You did. Okay. And because so, I have to what, refresh people with what is going on with Garrison Keeler because people are just, like, really upset about that one. They don't want anything, like, we don't want like, him to be a creep. Yeah. Uh, certainly uh, the overall reaction among fans. Uh, he's been dropped from NPR, and they are no longer any ties to uh, Prairie Companion. Uh, and that includes not rebroadcasting any of his old shows. That includes not using the name Prairie Home. Chris Lee's show will continue, but under another name. <laughs> that Which, just... Yeah, Go ahead. I just feel like that's a little dramatic um, to wipe out. Well, these are pretty dramatic times. Well, I agree with that. Okay, have there been more people that have come forward? Because in reading your story yesterday mm-hmm. in the Star Tribune, you talked about this woman that came forward that he will tell everyone. Well, there's a, a woman who's come forward. We don't know who it is uh, who uh, have allegations of misconduct uh and we know that NPR investigated it. We know that NPR says they investigated it and that they dropped it. Uh, we don't know their account of the incident or incidents. They are not elaborating at all. The only account we know of is the one, uh, in any sort of detail, is the one Garrison shared with me by email yesterday. Right. And that involves uh, a hand on a bare back in, in an act of what he says was trying to console uh, a friend. And uh, she recoiled. Um, he says he stopped and apologized. Um, he says that she accepted the apology. And he assumed that they were okay until... He heard from her lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all we know, um, and that's the only version we know. Right. Do you think, Neil? There's going to be more stuff. There's more Wouldn't stuff. There be more already by now. I mean, look at it with Matt Lauer and Harvey and Louis C.K. Once one story happens, they all start coming in. Even with Al Franken, I mean, there's more and more. Well, a couple things. Uh, there may be more that we don't know about that have right. gone to Minnesota Public Radio. There may be more that I know about All that right. I'm not uh, ready to talk about. Okay. There may be no more. Right. Um, so we don't know for sure, but I think you're right. Uh, I think one thing we do see is these are rarely isolated incidents. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's hard to say if there's more. Uh, NPR has said... This is the only one uh, that they have from a staff member. Okay. Uh, this was, though, of, you know, uh, over a day ago. So um, they offered a hotline number. I saw and that, yep. For all we know, they have zero calls yeah. on that line. They may have eight calls. Right. The, and the thing, with the, the thing that Julie and I, because Gerson has been in our studio at least three times yeah. for uh-huh. his books in and person. you know him, I'm sure. Yeah. He, is the mo- he doesn't touch anybody. Mm-hmm. He's a very, uh, he, I don't want to say awkward, but there is sort of an awkward. There is he an does, awkwardness about him. He doesn't exactly make eye contact with you. He's very, you know, mm-hmm. genial and everything, but he doesn't even, he kind of nod. We don't hug him or even, I think we might have shaken his hand. Yeah, I've known Garrison for a long time, and there is that eye contact 
Yeah, he's uh, just not a. He's <laughs> he, not a. He veg- makes eye contact for dramatic effect. Yeah, right. he's over. He's <laughs> right. not an overly friend. Anyway, it just so, made me sad. Yeah, and well, I just wondered, you know, if they knew a whole bunch more because it seemed like such a drastic step. But I thought, well, maybe NPR is doing that because they let that other McCreeper stay on so long. I would uh, just say this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, all your observations are observations I have and a lot of people have. Okay. Uh, but people can act differently among different people yeah, in different yeah, situations. You're right. So, again, uh, that's very much a general right. comment. But I am suggesting to everyone, including myself, to not rush to judgment here. Uh, I have a lot of questions, and we're trying to get them answered. We're not getting much help, okay. uh, quite frankly, from, from Minnesota Public Radio. and. That's their right, at least at this point. Right. Um, at some point, you know, it, it, it may not be their right, a, you know, because of legal reasons. Right. And right. if we press, they may need to share more. But certainly there's outrage among fans that have only heard Garrison's side. Right. Sure, you're and, right. And I right. uh, think that this is uh, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. But, again, uh, I assume that there are other versions of this story. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. so let us ask you about Matt Lauer. I remember yeah. we talked to you, and I think we had Brian Stelter on about that book, The Top of the Morning, or mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the morning news shows. What Julia and I, and we did not read that whole book in depth, so I don't remember Has the Julia whole... ever read it? Wait a minute. Yeah. I want you to know I read the table <laughs> of contents, and they were chronological. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> you like that You liked that book. I mean, a lot of people you thought it was it, a really good reporting yeah. job of the world of morning TV and the money and the in boys club. Yep. and. Yeah, I, the only problem with that book, and I know that's not what you want to get into. No, but, that's right. Uh, it, it was a lot of, by the time it came out, it was a lot of recycled stuff. Okay. Uh, but Brian's a terrific reporter, and uh, look, there's a lot of drama going on, and Matt Lauer's been at the heart of a lot of drama, nothing quite like this before, no. but, you know, uh, unlike Garrison um, situation and Al Franken situation and um, some other people, um, there have been rumors and I've heard them all the way here from the Midwest, yeah. of extramarital affairs. Yes, and, and we've other heard, we've heard that too. Yes, but never uh, the harassment. Yeah, the, the stuff that Variety magazine did, and I'm not sure why they didn't publish earlier, uh, but if you read what Variety magazine finally published yesterday, it's some pretty graphic stuff. Again, yes. allegations, uh, but uh, boy, oof. Uh, it it it's uh, yeah. pretty damning. Well, I mean, I we had to laugh. He released a statement today, Matt and Lauer. you know, Matt Lauer. There are no words to express sorrow. Blah blah blah. But the thing that made us laugh out loud at the hair salon <laughs> was that he said. Um, Repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul searching, and I'm committed to beginning that effort. It is now my full time job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, we've, we've heard that before. It's kind of similar to Louis C.K.'s yeah. statement, but uh, I think, you know, th- these things are getting. You know, we're getting into legal territory. Yes. Yeah. Well, he was seen at his Hamptons estate, so his wife let him million come. Dollars. His wife let him come home, and he uh, met with a criminal attorney. And the Daily Mail got a picture of him passing an envelope to the lawyer, probably his emails or something. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, because yeah. he is probably in 
criminal in, in criminal yeah. thing. I mean, New Zealand isn't even going to let him buy his nine million dollar farm anymore because they don't they don't want uh, people of ill repute owning their land. About yeah, that? those, that's those a, kiwis, they're that's pretty a, they're pretty strict. That is a good inside scoop, Laura. I, I didn't know that, that one. That is huge. But, I know. Okay. You, can, you can take that, Neil. Neil, but, yeah. I mean, Frank Rich had an interesting story in, um, I don't know if it was in, uh, the New York, it must have been New York Magazine, and he thinks, and I think it's rightly so, that NBC has a lot to answer for when you think of how they sat on the Ronan Farrow story. story about Harvey Weinstein, and they ordered it. They sat on the Access Hollywood tape last fall, and Access Hollywood leaked it out. They hired Megyn Kelly. They <laughs> they hired yeah. Megyn Kelly, and the NBC knew for years about the problems and complaints that were happening on The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. I mean, NBC News, uh, they need to clean house top they to do. bottom. I think? will pass that along okay. to <laughs> my uh, superiors at NBC News. But, do you you think, think, but what, don't you think Andy Lack should be gone? Well, look, I mean, the uh, Farrell thing is in dispute about how much news he had uh, when, he was, when, when he was still working on that story for NBC. They said he didn't have enough, and... He did do additional reporting when he was here. And he the said that the have enough was the fact that Rose McGowan had to back out of on camera. And they said if Rose couldn't have it, I just feel like they squished a lot of stories because it, they knew they had Matt Lauer and they didn't want to lift the lid too much. It is highly possible. But also, let's just take a breath and also remember that. We have to be very careful, especially in this climate where everybody fake news, fake news. Yeah, we yeah, make yeah. a mistake. We make even the little bit of mistake in the mainstream media right mm-hmm. now. We are attacked on every side. We're and we don't agree we with that. Right. I mean, Neil, we. I mean, I'm so grateful for our reporters like Same. yourself and everybody right. because so, you but, guys but do I, the real work. I, it's adding, and rightly or wrongly, so probably more rightly than wrongly, it's adding to more caution. Mm-hmm. And um, if people are holding off uh, a little bit more than they used to, because every T needs to be checked, every I needs to be checked. Um, it's because of, of the backlash that we're going to get, even if something's a little bit wrong. So when mm-hmm. Variety doesn't print um, the Matt Lauer thing earlier or NBC hesitates to go after a big whale, yeah. um, you know, you have to keep that atmosphere in mind. That doesn't mean they didn't deliberately sit on it because they didn't want to hurt their franchise. Right. That's a very possible storyline, but let's, Let's keep our mind open up yeah. before right. we crucify so, people. Um, uh, Neil, before we let you go, is this an exciting time to be covering media uh, for the Star Tribune? It seems like it would be. Uh, every day is exciting, but nothing is more exciting than talking, talking to us. To I knew it. <laughs> and, and you know what? We <laughs> agree. We thought of you first thing yesterday, and we texted like, you we because gotta we got to talk to Neil. I mean, yeah, you, this, right. is your, this is your expertise. Thank you for being on our show, Neil. Hey, thanks, ladies. Right. Yeah. Hey, thank okay. you, Neil. Talk Neil, you, you can follow him in the Star Tribune and follow him on Twitter, Neil Justin. And, of course, we say buy the newspaper or Absolutely. subscribe online. All right, listen, we come back. Julia and I, we do have to talk. We do have to talk, Julia. About what? About what? Tell me. The, the, Just keep it a surprise. Okay, I'm going to All right, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Don't worry, boys and girls. We are going to get back to Harry and Megan and our train of love, our carriage of love. But this story just is just like it. You wouldn't. It's just so unbelievable. And I guess we feel attached to Matt Lauer and people feel very attached to their morning news programs. They've been. 
no matter like I mean I 20 don't 20 years Lori is a long time to be dating someone on the TV you know what I mean yeah and I'm trying to think when I really became a person who watched morning TV show and I, I have to say for me it started in high school really? I would just slurp a bowl of cereal Ooh, yeah. and it would just be on because I would watch Good Morning America with Charlie um David, David Hartman. David, David Hartman. Hartman. Yes. Host, it would be yeah. on and because my, yeah. I mean, you know, I just remember like in 10th grade. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It is when I remember like totally. slurping a bowl of cereal before the bus would come right. and get me because my mom liked to have it on to see what the heck was going yeah. on with the weather. So it's just like been in... It's been a part of a lot of lives. Yes. And when you think about it, you know, there aren't that many, there haven't been that many people for as long as the Today Show has been on the air, 65 years, there haven't been that many hosts. Anchors. Anchors, they tend to stay. They do. So, um, anyway, um, Megyn Kelly, I just, I watched her yesterday, you know, I'm continuing to. Hate watch her. I quit taping it because I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, Julia. So she has the show. Today, At the nine o'clock with show with Megan Kelly. Yeah, she took over the great show that used to be Tamron Hall and Al Roker, Al Roker. Mm-hmm, that we liked. And then they got rid of Tamron Hall for Billy Bush, and then he basically, you know, between Rio and Ryan Lochte and the Trump Access Hollywood tape, boom, he's gone. He's mm-hmm. getting divorced. Yeah, doesn't have a job anymore. Right. And Tamron's gone. We don't know where she is. She's dating Lawrence O'Donnell. I would love it if she came back to the Today Same. Show. You know? But anyway, so Megyn Kelly has really, the one thing, ever since the Harvey Weinstein story broke, she has become very out loud all of a sudden about all of her experiences at Fox. But if you remember, when Gretchen Carlson filed the lawsuit at Fox against Roger Ailes, no one supported her. And Megan was still working and there. And Megan was still working yeah. there. And as a matter of fact, here's what Megan said, because I have it. She said that she, um, ah, blah, 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 I had it. She said that she had a good relationship with him and then came out later saying later, but not right away to support her. She said that she was silent about the allegations that Gretchen Carlson put forward at Fox News and did not respond. And, um, right away at all and later very much later she let Gretchen hang there yeah oh Gretchen was out there by herself she's really the one who kicked the door in initially if you think about it how much money she she got got because she got it all going and very out loud and a very Roger Ailes denied denied Denied. this is so ridiculous she didn't have any ratings yeah she wasn't any good right all this kind of stuff and she's now you know really making it you know her mission and she got a 20 million dollar settlement so she wrote a book but yeah megan did not support her so and and even when the harvey weinstein stuff first came out she did not even talk about it we thought here they've got someone that worked with this harasser at and Fox. wrote in her book, book that she, she did. was harassed yes but here they've didn't... got someone she didn't want to do that on her show Well, and she never talked about it till she put it in a book 
Okay, so raised eyebrows, raised eyebrows. And so yesterday... Can you tell how we feel? Yeah, no, Can but you just tell how we feel? Yesterday, <laughs> she started... And she has been... Uh, she starts to show every day with the sexual harassment. Uh, but I, there's just something so cold with her. I don't know who connects with her. But she described... She said, well, you know, NBC fired Matt Lauer today, and that's a sign of progress. Now, over at NBC, at the Today Show... People are either happy that he's caught, you know, maybe in the under, you know, the interns and assistants and whoever Matt was bugging. But a lot of people were just like devastated over, are our ratings going to go down? What does this mean for my job? I mean, you know, longtime employee, maybe you had no idea that he was this way. He was liked by a lot of people. A lot of people. The official knowledge at least for a lot of people, seem to be that he was, you know, seemed to have a very open uh, marriage, marriage right. or something. But um, anyway, so people were like, oh, what? This is what she's saying? And um, Very hard. Yeah, didn't seem sad about it, but just like, this is a real sign of progress. And then yesterday afternoon, she spoke at... Um, what was it? Uh, um, a media event. Yep. Okay, and she said that, again, she had no official knowledge of his alleged misconduct, but knew that people were sniffing around the issue. And so the the Daily Mail and Page Six both had people commenting to them that the Today team is devastated that she saw that as an opportunity to mark her territory and that she failed and lost the support of people at NBC. We now have the highest paid person at NBC hosting one, Megan of the, Kelly. one of the lowest rated shows. And rather than being humble, she takes the first opportunity to make the spotlight and make it all about here. Her. About her. Here's something we'd like to say about her. She's terrible on morning television. Her show is terrible. Her <laughs> oh, staff Frank. think that she is terrible, and they are completely... No one wanted her there. She was forced upon us, and today she reinforced why she will never be a member of the Today family. She couldn't even express... Like, I thought what she was going to start with was Savannah being so, so like devastated. She, uh, Savannah yeah, found out an curious. hour before yep. she was on the air. I mm-hmm. mean, Donnie, you found out yesterday an hour before we went on there mm-hmm. that, that your, your mother mom passed. died. I mean, right. devastating. You couldn't talk about it because you no, would have. De- That's how they told Savannah. In an hour, you're going to talk about this. Mm. Right. Hoda seemed less surprised to me because I feel like she'd she, been there longer. She'd been there yeah. longer. Yeah. And anyway, so they just are people are well, what leaking say- like crazy to page six and the daily. Mail just about. I, we can see why Fox called Megan me again. Oh, was her nickname? Well, NBC Insider said our team is hurting. I mean, there's a conflict, and I think a lot of people have it. And we have this with Charlie Rose. I mean, here's someone that you look up to. You've spent all this time yeah. with. You have this very weird oh, relationship no. through the TV, and then. They let you down and they they do horrible things. Yeah. But yet you're you, working side by side with this person. You've got a great show going. You've got all this yeah. great stuff going. And it's the franchise. It is the big money maker yeah. for NBC. And then here she goes an hour later and says, what did she say? And, well, she and just she's said, so smug about I it. I know people were sniffing around the issue. And also at the same media event, she said she knew Charlie Rose was going to be hit by sexual sexual harassment allegations before he was fired. She said, oh, yeah, I knew that that was coming. That doesn't make sense because she invited him to open um, a book event for her, like just like even the month before that. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 
I don't know about her. I don't, I just don't know about her. I, and I guess she, the whole staff was just sort of like people really, were really devastated. Yeah, yeah. And, they should be. I mean, can, because they're going to lose audience. To they're going to lose and GMA, GMA. And, and CBS is devastated because GMA has their same yeah. team intact. I mean, but besides that. Even though people do heinous things, people still like, yeah, you know, no, and know. it's so hard to reconcile she that. She ended her show today. She had Pamela Anderson so on today. Ridiculous. She ended her show and she invited Mac, Matt Lauer and his accusers to come on the show and they would all talk about it. Like, it, like anyone would ever do that. That's just, that's just a silly stunt. You know, yeah. come on. Maybe a producer I, gave her that idea yeah. who really just wants to be fired. We gotta go. All right, we gotta go. We'll be back.